It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stax 92.1. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up around your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. It's the Sunday Chronicle. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Chronicle heard every Sunday morning on Stacks 92.1. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you. And this is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Thank you once again for joining me here today. Uh, We do have a special guest with me. I'm so very happy to have her here. And I've known her for some time, but now I get to talk to her about a different side of things, about some of her personal pursuits and endeavors. But I'm going to hand it on over and let Miss Sharon Rogers introduce herself because she just has so much under her belt. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Well, thank you for having me here. Again, I am Sharon Rogers. I am a new author um, of a book that's called Nana Summertime Treats. I am also a member of Galilee Baptist Church um, here in Lansing, and I am a part of a wonderful sorority that is called AKA's Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And that is wonderful because I I see you in the community doing so many things, and I want to talk to you um, about that. But first, I want to talk to you about this wonderful book. I mean, I saw the artwork uh, with it and just fell in love with it. And and you said it's called Nana Summertime Treats. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it's Nana Summertime Treats. The story is about and uh, the element of a great summer. Um, it talks about a little girl whose name is Kyrie. Kyrie actually lives in Virginia and she comes to Lansing to visit her grandparents which she calls her grandma Nana and her grandfather Papa. So um, during the summertime she would come and spend those summer months with her grandparents and as she is doing that she loves her Nana um, snacks and cakes and everything and so as she gets a little older she realized that um, people in the community also like her um, desserts and so she uh, is answering the phone a lot for her grandma and so she's starting to take these notes for her orders and so when she does that she's thinking that the people are talking too fast she can't write it all down and so she tells her nana that and her nana makes up a little form that um, has pictures of the desserts as well as the person's name and the phone number and this is to help her take these orders for her grandma and so when she does that um, she is called her nana uh, assistant and um, her when her grandfather comes home he smells all these great smells and he's like oh what's for dinner and they look at each other and say it's soup and he's like well that's not what I smell when I come in the door and so she says papa that is dessert 
And he's uh-huh. like, bring on the soup so I can get to the dessert. So I, I was really excited about um, doing this story. It's kind of a, a combination of when I was young and when we would get out of school. I actually came from Kentucky down down south in the country. Uh-huh. And so um, in the summertime, a lot of our neighbors and friends and cousins would um, have family that would come from the north to the south for summertime so that they would have like free child care and have time with their grandparents and aunts and uncles. And so in doing that, this tradition that's in our family continues with my sister and her granddaughter. Even though we're not down south anymore, she still does the keeping her grandkids in the summertime and we're in Michigan. So Nana's summertime treat. So when you just you gave me this rundown of it. And so the thing that came to mind is legacy. Right. Yes. And you're taking a page from your life. Yes. And sharing that with the world. Yes. And and so you said you wrote it before COVID, right? Yes. I wrote it before COVID. How long had you been sitting on this book? Um, Probably about I'm going to say at least five years or so. Um, What I had done was I had submitted it to a couple different places and got the answer no. And so, I mean, I had actually (laughs) submitted a couple different stories and got no. And so when I tried this time, when I got yes and the person called me, I first didn't believe it because I done been told no so many times. And so when they called me and said yes, I was like so excited about it because I'm like, finally, someone is going to get to hear the greatness that you can have with just being family. And that's wonderful. So this book is published and you can go online and get this book now. Yes. Okay. So that's what I will make sure to do when we talk about, you know, I'll I'll put out there that we chatted and, and put that link to that book so people know about it. And that looking at this book is going to be like looking at pages from your legacy, right? Yes. Yes. The the people that that gave you something to pass on to others. Yes. And I I think that's a beautiful thing. And and taking that time, you said that you got so many no's. And and what I've learned is every no is you get closer to a yes. And so that's like a, a great example of that to have this book published because I hear so many people talk about it. Yeah. But to actually have it happen, that's mm-hmm. a huge thing. Yeah. And so I want to congratulate you on your book. And um, and how can and people order your book? Like besides the link, like if somebody's listening and they don't have access to the Internet, is there another way they can call and get your book maybe or get it at the library? Um, well, there is a it's called Reader's House, but that is also online. Barnes and Nobles um iTunes, Apple, and um, um, I think those are the places places you can get it. Well, that is good. And and I'm just, again, congratulations uh, for publishing your book and all of the wonderful things that you do in the community. I know that you also, um, you work with children, right, for your current position. Can you tell me a little bit about that? And Capital Area Community Community Services, Services. correct? Yes, Yes. I work for Capital Area Community Services. I work at 
for the Head Start uh, part of it. I am the community resource manager there. I actually started as a teacher there, and what I would do, actually, and that would take me back to the stories that you know, of the, my book is that I actually started writing stories in my classroom about my students. Mm-hmm. And so I would write these stories every day just to get them involved because they like to hear their names. Mm-hmm. And so I would do that to get them to do what I needed them to do. And so um, that's how I really got going with doing my stories. I really wanted to be a good storyteller as a teacher. Oh, really? Yes. That's what I really wanted to do was be a good storyteller because I would work with kids every day and they we would have fun at school and we would have books in there, but none really kind of reflected the group of students that I had. And so I would make up stories about them. And, and that's nice to see, to open a book and see somebody that looks like like me or you and 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 that you know those things those wonderful things can happen to us too we can be junior entrepreneurs right yes. we can we can help grandma make some some money in the kitchen or you know those types of things it's nice to to be able to, to identify with that with mm-hmm. good happy successful um stories and and the thing that's nice about it is that you, well, you sound very passionate about children. Yes. So one of your passions led to another one of your passions. It did. That's nice. When I, you know, as a, a teacher, you know, I could reach 18 families. And that's all I could reach was 18 families because that's the students that I had. And so I decided I needed to do more um, for our community. So I applied to be the um supervisor and then now I'm the community resource manager and so as the community resource manager I am getting resources for our parents okay. um, depending on whatever it is that they need I try to make sure that I connect with our community uh, partners and get that information to our parents or those resources to them and so doing the um, pandemic you know we was out of school for a pretty long time And so in doing that, I kind of got worried about um, what was going to happen with our students and preparing them for kindergarten. So I decided to um, do a YouTube page with um, this called um, Miss Sharon's Reading Corner. So I would read the stories and I would have an activity to go with it so that I can try to reach as many families as we have. And had. that's still up now. Yes, I still. So I started doing that because of COVID and then I ended up loving it. And I constantly have been oh, adding wow. more stories to it. Um, this year I did end up having to become the um literacy person at our job as well and so in doing that I had decided each month we have a focus okay and so like for the beginning of school we focus on social emotional so the books that I would give all the students has something to do with that Um, making new friends can they settle in all those different things that happen at the beginning of school so they show they see examples yes of how 
kids like them get through these situations. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's so important because yes. it's it's realistic situations yes. that are relevant to them. And then you're just you're putting it out there, you know, that there are ways to get through X, Y and Z. So yes. I think that's wonderful. And then having a way to reach the community, mm-hmm. children, parents and, and, and so forth through that that uh, m- that way of media. And that is um I'm I'm glad to see that, that our community has been very resilient in the way we have created ways to reach each other. When we know there's times we can't connect physically, I've seen so many rise to the occasion to stay connected, whether it's Facebook Live, whether it's YouTube. I see uh, the Capital Area District Libraries and how they have new programs yeah. that are virtual they and do. ways to reach out mm-hmm. to the community. So I'm, I, I say bravo to uh, those organizations within Lansing um, and Greater Lansing and communities worldwide that have uh, risen to the call of mm-hmm. action and and done these types of things um, in the name of serving others. Um, and I want to dive a little bit more into service, but we're going to take a short break and we could talk uh, some more about your community endeavors after this. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat. Ask me where I am, probably someone singing. Around my way, they call me Jingle Queen because I sing about everything. Like just do it, Nike. Have it your way, Burger King. Snap, crackle, pop, go rice, Krispies. Maybe it's me. You should call me the Jingle Queen when you're in need of dope melodies. You should call the Jingle Queen when you're in need. You should call me. www.laurepen.com That's L-A-U-R-E-P-E-N.com At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one- and two-year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here too. Visit lcc.edu slash you belong and enroll today. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day, Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. 
Hello and welcome back to the Sunday Chronicle. I am your host, Jonas Jackson, coming to you from Stax 92.1. This is the community platform because community knows what community needs. Today, we have Miss Sharon Rogers. We've been talking a little bit about her book, Nana Summertime Treats. We're talking about her, her position and her past as a teacher that has opened doors for her present and future. And uh, now, we're going to dive in a little deeper into her community endeavors and and uh, some of the other organizations she works with to help with food access within the greater Lansing area. So, um, um, Sharon, tell me a little bit uh, about what you do as far as uh, food access. So for um, food, um, what we do is partner with the um, Greater Lansing Food Bank, and for my, when I'm talking about our job, I also um, communicate with them about the needs of our families, um, and we try to make sure that there is food available to them whenever they're in need. And also with our program at uh, Capital Area Community Services, we do have food at our Rinson building that's commodity foods. And so our families, if they are in need, they can get these boxes of really nice meals. Um, they might have everything to set up for a spaghetti dinner or whatever they are in need of, then we can help them find those things in the community. And so with our partnership with the food bank, they are now we're thinking about trying to do those um, bags that they can have for the weekend, um, like they do through the school district. Oh, like the weekend survival kits. Yes. They'll have like yeah. the snacks and mm-hmm. things like that. Those are, those are really good uh, for for the parents. I know they're they're helpful. Yes, the, and I've, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of feedback with those. Um, and so, with the process with getting food, if someone wants or needs food, I mean, is it very uh, strenuous? Do they have to show ID? Those types of things to get. Uh, food? Well, with with our program, um, they talk with their family advocate, which is more like a social worker for them at our job, but they call family advocates. And so what they do is um, they fill out the little packets. So one of the things that, you know, to qualify at Head Start, once you are in you pretty much qualify for a lot of these programs that are out there okay. um, so that when they are in need of food, we can have them to go over to our um, Renson building, which has the commodity foods. So we service for um, counties. So we do have different food at different areas. Uh, so, so it's, it's like not, you connect them to resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we okay. connect them okay. with the um, resources in that community. Oh, very yeah. good. And you mm-hmm. said four counties. Yeah. Which counties do, do we you have serve? Ingham, Eden, Clinton, and Shiawassee. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. And I, um, and with that, so this is helping not just the children, but like you said, the families. The whole family. And there's other resources you may connect them with, mm-hmm. right, beside food, right? Yeah. Because, uh, like, what with Capital Area Community Services, what are some of the programs that are offered? And I know you don't work with all of them, but you're probably aware of of Mm -hmm. a lot of things that are going on in there. So we have like the weatherization. Um, We have where if um, they 
are homeless. Uh, we try to connect them with different shelters uh, we partner with, and we make sure that um, we, we, we don't want to leave no one out. So we right. try to include everyone with our different um, programs that we offer. And some of the programs, um, they may need to sit in a small class mm -hmm. to learn information about those things. And that could be like um, in budgeting, um, being able to use the resources that they get and how they can budget those things to take care of all their bills and okay. still be able to stay afloat. Um, and then we also try to help them with transportation if needed. Um, we do have some buses in some of our service areas. We um, try to make sure that if they need a coat or something like that or shoes, we try to make sure that we help them get those things. Because, you know, Michigan, it could be warm one day and next right. day snowing. So, well, yeah, we see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right now. And it changed up on yeah. us, didn't it? <laughs> yes. So we do do a program that is called Walk for Warmth. And okay. so when we do that, it's in all four counties as well. And the money that is collected from that stays in that area and help that group of people. Oh, that and that's good. And and from what you're saying, so you said you have classes. So the nice thing I hear about that is that um, you offer something to teach um, people to be sufficient, self-sufficient, yes, and not just come to get things, right. but do it for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I and I think that's very important mm -hmm. that because um, I, I do a lot with food access myself. And I always think about what's the next step, because, right. yes, I love helping people get to to food. And, you know, if they need it, if they they want any type of food for themselves, for their family, I want to help them with that. But what's the next step? So we don't have to always rely on that. You know, I'm always going to have a heart to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. But I want to see people make progress and and so yeah. that's why i do that and i and i commend you for you know uh working with those to to further that mission um and not only with work but you're volunteering this is not stuff you're all getting paid you're not getting paid for a, a lot of these things right right yes and so i i think that's very important um for myself, for people that have or they've reached a certain place in their lives, I think it's the responsibility or or our responsibility to give back in a way um, that we can the best mm -hmm. way we can to help each other move forward. And, and that's what I see. Um, and, and tell me a little bit more about uh, the partnering uh, with the um, with your uh, sorority organization, or excuse me, with your sorority and with the fraternities and, and things you do, uh, is it not only seasonal work or is it weekly work that you partner with uh, other organizations? Well, we actually um, partner with a lot of different groups. Um, so, like, for instance, you, you were talking about the food. Um, we do partner with the Alpha Phi Alpha uh, fraternity and um, do a um, food pantry. More like it's not the food pantry, but they come over to Trinity and they um, come over and they can get food there. It's the mobile food drive so that they can drive up 
and they get the food and then they the next car drives up and so this is a partnership yes. that is happening through this year with that group and so the other thing that when it comes to food um we do try to help our families at head start with like um, Thanksgiving baskets and my church Galilee also do that as well and we help with that we make sure that especially and that's in, Galilee Baptist on the on the south side of yes, Lansing correct Galilee okay. Baptist Church okay. yes okay my pastor is Frederick Galloway my brother-in-law oh, okay, so um, okay. it makes life a little easier um, so we do a lot of things with that actually like two weeks ago we had a um backpack um day where we gave out over 100 backpacks and we also had lunch and games and different activities that the young kids in the community could come over and do for free and that, and get books and that is so nice i saw a slew of those right i i visited um it was one day that i went with my children to the different events and it's just amazing, even though there are so many backpacks and things that are stuffed and, mm-hmm. and people that donate, how quickly they go. They go really fast. And I said, wow. And I, I was at a lot of them. And I said, you know, a lot of people really need these supplies. Mm-hmm. So I am um, happy to see that so many people went out their way to do these uh, backpack drives. And I realized the importance of them, you yes, know, yes. and just to see um, the kids in a they were very happy. I saw them just playing and, and doing different things and getting ready for school. And I think that's a, a great thing to do before school starts back to get them adjusted mm-hmm. and, and to celebrate them before uh, they go back to class because our kids have been through so much with this uh, yeah. pandemic and, you know, the amount of time they've had to stay indoors. I think about myself and then I think about the kids that are growing up now and the adjustments they've had to make and and they've had to be very resilient, you know, because right. a lot of the times I'll hear uh, comments on generations and what are we doing with uh, this generation? But then at the same time, I know that these generations that are younger are dealing with so much more. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really uh, try to be mindful to give others grace, mm-hmm. you know, in, yes. in, in that. Mm-hmm. Um so our time is growing near, but I always like to ask my guests uh, what they would like to leave with the listeners, what they would like to leave uh, to make uh, an impact. Well, first, thank you for having me here. I do want to um, say to um, people who may be out there and have been having these dreams of wanting to do things to not to give up. Um, and it doesn't always mean you have to be famous with what you do, mm-hmm. but as mm-hmm. long as you are sharing and helping others and seeing your your talent grow, uh, whether it's you helping someone or if you helping yourself, however you do it, don't give up. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that um, I want people to think about, I have been writing for a long time and I had um at one point I almost was thinking you know to give up or just sharing them with kids that I am around and I thought 
I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can do this. And you have to self-talk yourself sometimes yeah. to say, yes. you know, why not you? Why can't it, this be you? You can do this. And so I do want people to think that um, if it's for them, they can have it. And just, you know, wishing everyone well. And um, to check out my book, Nana Summertime Trees. And I do have a new book that will be coming out um, hopefully soon. And it's called Auntie in the Big Red Cone. And that's actually about myself and my other niece. And so um, look forward (laughs) for that to come out. And you can, I really would like for them to visit Miss Sharon's Reading Corner because it's just not me reading a story. It's me trying to um, encourage young children as well as give them activities to do. And I do it with them so that, you know, anybody can do this. Mm -hmm. And so you never stop being a teacher. You never, you never stop being a teacher. When you are a teacher, yes. you never stop doing that. Well, Miss Sharon, I appreciate you. I want to tell you that um, I, I've been looking up to you for a very long time, and I met you through my father. So I'm really honored to have you here and to see how you just move and and you do so much, and 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 you um you know you don't you don't ask for much in return. And so I just really I, I thank you for being. Uh, such a light for young ladies, such an example, and sharing your the piece of your legacy with with the world, and and um, encouraging others to do so, so people can look out and say, "She looks like me. This is a woman. Yeah. She's able to do this, and so yeah. can I." So thank you for that. Thank you for being here today. We appreciate your time. And I want to thank my listeners for being here yet again at the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you uh, from Stacks 92.1 every Sunday morning. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Make it a great day. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one- and two-year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026, so I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here, too. Visit lcc.edu slash youbelong and enroll today. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-668-2493. 800-668-2493. 800-668-2493. That's 800-668-2493. Do you own a timeshare? 
Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-953-0866. 800-953-0866. 800-953-0866. That's 800-953-0866.